What's up, everyone? You're listening to Citywide Front Row. Citywide is a place for young adults in the DMV to connect and grow closer to Jesus. We hope you enjoy today's episode. What's up, Citywide? It's your boy, Kerry. I am joined today by none other than the great uh, Adrian. I was, I was going to say talk show host, but this is not a talk show. No, kind of feels like it. Kind of. It kind of does. You know what I mean? Um, but you are you are very funny. You're very engaging um, to listen to. As a result, it's really good to have you on the podcast whenever you're available. Which you know nowadays you're just getting busier and busier. You you went through like nine promotions in like two weeks. No, 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 <laughs> no, definitely not. I so, went through nine people leaving more like. There you go. There you go. Either way, promotions, people leaving. You know, it's uh, it's it's cool. It is very cool. Uh, so today we have you on. We're, we're definitely excited, especially to hear your testimony, to hear what your life like was before Christ, uh, how you met Christ, and then what life has looked like since. So take it away. Well, so I, I guess starting out, did not grow up in a Christian home at all. I'd say my mom is a nominal Buddhist and my dad grew up in the church, but he is, would say he's agnostic. Um, so I grew up with that. I did, for some reason, went to Christian school when I was younger. So I had like some sort of like Christian values in set in me. That's why you're so smart. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it, nothing really happened throughout my life until I was in high school. So when I was in high school, I was assigned my senior year that I had to do a volunteer project. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up in McLean. Well, I grew up in Chicago. Then we moved to McLean when I was 12. Um, but I remember when I was living here, just driving by on seven and seeing like this really pretty house. Um, and it was Jill's house. So I always knew of Jill's house. And so I started when I was told that I needed to do like a volunteer project. I like immediately thought of Jill's house just because I had a huge heart for special needs kids. Um, I was in the special, or I was like a student helper in the special needs class in my high school. Um, so I just thought it was a good fit. So I started serving there and I very distinctly remember being there and I totally forgot that it was like affiliated with a church. And one of the other volunteers was sharing the gospel with the kids, hmm. but I was there. So I heard it, and that was the first time I had heard the gospel. I was probably 17. So they didn't do it at your school at all? No, I went to Langley. I went to a public school. Oh, I thought you said a Christian school. I went to a Christian school when I was younger. Oh, okay, like, mm-hmm. okay, 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 gotcha, gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. Sorry. Thank Clarify. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My bad. Um, so, yeah, I went to a public school, and then nothing really happened. I was 17 then, and then, like, a few months later, before, maybe, like, 10 months later my my best friend from high school who I'm friends with still now she before we we went to different colleges Mm -hmm. and before I left for college she shared the gospel with me again and I remember just like I was just in a really hard stage of life like leaving like all my friends everything um the high school to college kind of transition right right that really hard transition which no one is no one looks forward to I was just I had some great friends in high school Mm. and so leaving them was really hard I had a boyfriend who I was leaving also and so yeah I left I had heard the gospel again and then from my best friend and then I went to college and college my freshman year 
What college? I went to NC State for my freshman year. Oh, NC? Okay. okay. NC State, yep. So basically the Bible Belt. The Turtles, right? What is it? The Wolf Pack. Yes. What? (laughs) Turtles? I don't know. Okay. Um, Yeah, so I went to NC State and then. My roommate, who was a random roommate, she was a believer in going to a Bible study. Mm. So she was going to a Bible study. I remember her inviting me. It was a crew Bible study, if you know what crew is. She invited me to crew one Thursday, and I was like, sure. I had no idea what it was. And then when I got there, I was like, oh, this is that Christian thing. Now I know not to go next time she asks me. So I knew, and then she asked me several times after, and I didn't go with her. And then in October of my freshman year, my boyfriend and I broke up, and that was a really, it was a very hard relationship, a very bad breakup. Um, And it was also just in a really hard time in my life. And so I remember coming back to school, and I hadn't, I didn't have a ton of friends because I just kept investing in this relationship, and we were doing long distance, and it was just really hard. And I remember coming back and I asked my roommate if I could go to her Bible study with her. Mm. And so after that, I went to Bible study with her every week after that. Hmm. But I wouldn't say I was saved yet. I would have, I think I thought I was a Christian. I would have said I was a Christian you if you asked saved. me. Right. Yes. I would have said I was a Christian, but I was not living it out. So. Yeah, I met one of my best friends in that Bible study to this day, but I just decided NC State wasn't the place for me. Hmm. I ended up transferring to Virginia Tech, go Hokies. Yes. And um, yeah, went to Virginia Tech through crazy situation, ended up living through mutual friends, ended up living with three other believers who were also involved with crew. Just, I mean, I met them from a friend who was not a believer. So it was just really weird how everything just like lined up. And yeah, then it wasn't until a couple years being at Tech, maybe like a year and a half, did I actually get saved. And that was after I was dating someone else and we broke up and I had realized he was a believer and I thought I was, but was not. And that's how I would say I got saved. And it's been a crazy journey ever since. So what was the... um... The Christ encounter like for you mm-hmm. um, like if you could just walk us give us like a little mental picture of what it looked like to understand like some someone like died for me you mm-hmm. know like that whole thing yeah so I very specifically remember I don't know if it was an exact day but it was more like a month maybe like a few weeks or a month where I really understood what Christ did for me and it wasn't like I felt like I had been hit by a bus It was like, it was, I can't describe it any other way other than just like, I knew this sounded crazy. I knew the gospel, the good news sounds insane to a human, but I knew it was true. Hmm. It wasn't of my doing. I come from a very like science background. Like I studied engineering. I needed facts. And this seemed like, for me, it was just like, I just don't believe it. I can't believe it. But it was like the Lord working in my heart to make me understand and make me believe. And so after that point, everything everything just comes back to the gospel and what Jesus did in his life here on earth and his ministry and dying and resurrecting and yeah. I can relate to you with the thinking you're knowing you're a Christian thing mm-hmm. and then like the actual point where you know you're Christian. Uh, for me, I, I gave my testimony a couple weeks ago, but 
uh, I remember just thinking like, well, I speak good Christianese, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm around. It's it's the essence of like, I mean, I'm around a lot of ducks. Right, right, right. Who are in That's a lake. I, did. I think I'm a duck. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, I'm always around Christians. Although I was really confused by this Christianese thing. I was like, I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand the, and when I became a believer, I was like, I get it. Mm. yeah yeah i mean and i can relate about the believing part because i remember for myself like i couldn't quite explain the gospel and i can explain it now but not completely because it's like you know our thoughts are not like god's thoughts so Mm -hmm. like i understand his love but i only understand from a human standpoint but like i just knew christ was like calling me he wanted my attention and it's like, man, like, I was just like, man, I wanted to surrender to him. But I was like, I'm not sure because I think I'm doing pretty good on my own. Not really. Um, <laughs> and so uh, so now for you, you gave your life at Virginia Tech, out of all places, a secular yep. institution. Yeah, uh, the Hokies. And so what was the process, like the sanctification process for you thereafter? Yeah. So I think I was in a lot different situation than I think most people who are saved, like not coming from a Christian home, just because I was in Christian community mm-hmm. already. So all of my friends were Christian or believers. Um, and so, I mean, it was a hard like few months after I became a believer, just like, it, like just, I mean, f- uh, figuring everything out, but I just had a really great community around me who just, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like that community basically was like discipleship for you. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. I had one really really good friend. She grew up with Christian in a Christian home, um, and she was like, oh, I just confided in her about like everything, and she was amazing. Still to this day, one of my greatest friends, and yeah, yeah. Okay. But in essence, um, that that community that you were around yeah. played a pivotal part in your development. Yeah. Versus like, you know, just trying to like kind of hit one wall to hit another wall to mm-hmm. like slowly go down the straight and narrow path. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, I don't know how many years later that is. Um, three. Three years later. But so explain how like the sanctification is for you nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was definitely, I mean, still am a very young believer. Um, I will say that something I have learned, and especially working in ministry now, has been, I think it's so easy for us to try and control, like, the situation that we are in. Like, I always think of, like, not that I hang out with, like, parents all the time, but, like, the parents I know of, like, high school students who are so concerned of their kids getting in the wrong crowd or um, not being around Christian community. Mm-hmm. I just think that's, like, you're – and I'm not a parent, so shoot me or whatever. But um, I'm just, like, the Lord's got it. The Lord has it all. Like, I was in a public – I was in a non-Christian home. I went to a public school, public high school, public Mm -hmm. uh, college, and the whole time the Lord was taking care of me. He was the one protecting me through it all. It didn't matter, like, where my parents wanted me to go, what, any of that. Even in, like, a very, very secular school like Virginia Tech, like, the Lord was taking care of me and he saved me. And so I just think the Lord is so capable of doing of taking care of anyone in whatever situation. If he wants to save someone in your life, he will. It doesn't matter what situation they're in or anything. 
No, that's good what mm-hmm. you said because, like, for example, you just said that you've been following Christ for three years, mm-hmm. and what I've come to realize, especially um, now working at a church, like, you can't correlate uh, human years with uh, Christian years. Um, meaning, like, you've only been walking with Christ for three years, but but you understand a big concept, which is trust Christ, mm-hmm. like, step by step. And that's, like, you can say, like, I can say, like, I see that and I trust the Lord, but I'm sure if I'm, I know it's hard as a parent to let go and... For anybody, it's hard to trust. No, I mean, yeah. And that's our sinfulness. For, for parents, no matter who you are, like, different situations. But, like, to to understand and follow through with that concept, it's mm-hmm. one thing to, like, hear a message about it and be like, well, that was inspiration. inspirational. But on the other hand, to say, like, God, I trust you today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust you tomorrow. And I'm going to trust you, like, from here on out. Like, that's those are the people that you meet who are not anxious yeah. for anything. Those are the people who have that peace that surpasses understanding. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, you could be walking with Christ for one year and learn all those things. Yeah. Just like you could be walking with Christ for 20 years, and then at the tail end of that, that's when you start to understand, mm-hmm. like, the depths and the riches of his, his, his knowledge and his love for us, as it shows in uh, Romans 11. And so, like, this is just such pivotal things for people to be exposed to that listen to our podcast. Uh, whereas, like, you know, you can think, like, oh, I mean, I, I go to church every Wednesday. It's like, no, there's there's a little bit more to it mm-hmm. than that. Um, and then, so, I guess the last question for you, especially since you work at a church, mm-hmm. what's that like? You know, it's like, <laughs> I'm a Christian, now I'm a Christian in a church. Yeah. Working at a church? It's like, what's that like? Oh, yeah. I was on definitely a very different path. So, in college, I mean, my parents are non-believers, so... That's a whole other story. But in college, I studied engineering, and so my whole, I mean, I took four years of classes intending to go into engineering, and they're not, I mean, engineering's not an easy program to be in and to do it, to not actually work in it after school is risky. Um, but it was really, once I graduated, I was probably... Maybe a year after I became a believer, mm. I started thinking about working in ministry, but I didn't know what to to what capacity. I was really involved with crew in college, so I was thinking about interning with crew. Um, I ended up going on a short-term mission trip for six weeks with crew after I wow. graduated. Six weeks? Yeah. I that mean, is not a short-term mission I mean, it wasn't like I was there Ooh. like for two years. That's still short, two years. Um, so yeah, I just because I didn't know like what I wanted to do. I loved missions. I loved going. I went to Southern Africa. Um, but yeah, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I... My second semester of senior year was applying like crazy to engineering positions. I was interviewing, I probably interviewed for dozens of jobs and it was just utterly exhausting and the Lord wasn't opening any doors and I was just so frustrated with not finding a job. Uh, and yeah, I just didn't know what to do. So. I had planned to do my six-week mission trip, but I had no plans afterwards at all. So um, I was like, well, I'm going to go on my mission, and then I'll figure out afterwards. Before that, though, I ended up, because of Jill's house, because of knowing Jill's house, I knew of McLean Bible Church, and I was on McLean's page looking for a young adult ministry. Well, I think I was just looking for a church, and I found 
the young citywide through that anyway so through knowing mclean i knew of activate ended up applying very like just reluctantly applying to activate um and then i didn't hear back until like three or four days before i was leaving africa Wow. But I had no plans after Africa. And then so my whole plan was, okay, I'm going to do this internship at the church for like four months. And then I that'll give me four more months to figure out what to do in terms of like an engineering job. So, yeah, I did that. And the Lord just like was like, no, you're staying. So I stayed. And then a few months later, they offered me a job and... It took a few months to start the job, and then I started it, and now I'm here. Hmm. Not expecting to be here, but this is just where the Lord has... I mean, I'm very grateful for where the Lord has brought me and all the things that He has taught me. And, yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. Peace out, people. Bye. Bye.